We're not disappointed. We're not even mad. No, reverse that. We're not even mad. We're not even, we're not mad. We're not even disappointed. We're just sad that so many of you chose friends and family over catching up on podcasts during the holiday break. I mean, I mean, aren't we your friends? We're your friends. We're your family. We are your people. But we understand one big thing that you missed if you haven't caught up on the shows of the past two weeks yet is our phone number, 800-434-5454, is now what we're going to be using for text contests and uh, text surveys and stuff like that. So the old code, the 555-888, that's gone. And now you can text us at 800-434-5454, which means... We should be saved in your phone. As Callie and Jeff. Your friends, Callie and Jeff. Your family, Callie and Jeff. family. Yeah, even though some of you abandon us for your blood relatives or whatever over the holiday. Jeff's not not bitter at all. It's fine because you're going to put us in your phone today and now we're going to be besties. 800-434-5454. Save it today. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the return policy of Amazon.com. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our new studio space. Yeah, we relocated the studio. We're we're trying. Is this the den? This is the living room. We're in the living. I thought that was the living room. Didn't you say yesterday that was the living room? The den is the lived in room. So so I don't understand these southern designations of rooms because because and when you grew up, living room is a Christmas room, and a den is what you live in every day. Got it. So we watch TV in the den. Like right. if, if we eat dinner in front of the TV, it's in the den. Yes. And that's where we recorded the show for a long time, but we're relocating into the living room. So uh, we are in a brand new space for the new year. And if this is uh, the start of your new year, if you're going back to work for the first time today, if you're going to school. Like me. If you're a teacher and you're headed back to the classroom, good luck. With all the kids. I wonder if the kids come back super hyped up or super tired. Um, I don't know. I was always, when we were going back to school, I was always really excited. You know, minus the new office supplies thing. Well, I guess depending on, I mean, school supplies thing. Depending on if you have like semester classes or year-long classes, you know, it's just a fresh start. So I was always really excited and invigorated to come back to school. Then you could always wear some fresh clothes because you just got them for Christmas. Yeah. Well, that wasn't applicable to me. I wore uniforms to school. Oh. Did you know that? Uh, I don't think I ever really thought of that. But yeah, you did because yeah. you went to a private school. I did. So you did you go to back-to-school shopping? Like, Not for the- clothes. Really? We went back to school shopping for socks and shoes. That's why maybe it's so exciting for for Callie when we walk into a Target or any store really in August. 
she is like geeked out over going to the school supply section and will make up excuses. Like we could be in, in Walmart getting a tire fixed. And if it's in early August, she's like, you know, I'm just going to walk over here to the notebooks. I, even if I don't buy them, I love just looking at them. And there's a school supply smell, which I know is really weird. That is so weird. You don't know the smell of the school supply section at Target? Because I do. I don't think so. Is it the same no matter what store you go to? Um, I think so. It's like the smell of new. Like the new paper and the new mm-hmm. pencils and all that. So yep. may- maybe because you wore uniforms to school, that's why the school supply thing geeks you out so much. I don't know. Maybe. So if you're headed back to school, uh, good luck. And, and like Callie said, she's headed back to work today after two full weeks off. Oh my gosh. I've been living my best life. I've been staying up till 2 a.m., which is the time I normally get up to go to work. I've been sleeping in till 10 a.m. I have been in my pajamas all day for two weeks. I mean, it is this morning. It might be tough for me. The um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I thought it was interesting that the time we got into bed Saturday night, which was really Sunday morning, was within 15 minutes of when your alarm is going to go off Monday morning or this morning, yeah. this morning, based you know, based on when people are listening to this. You stayed up as late as your alarm is going I off. I know. I'm really, really nervous about getting back on my schedule. Because you'd went Total opposite. Total opposite. And I am more of a night owl when I'm not on my schedule. I just am not a night owl because I can't be because my day starts in the middle of the night. So before that, I was a night owl and I didn't used to at my last job. I used to not have to go into work until 10 a.m. The good news is, I think, just based on her Instagram posts, that your coworker Robin did the same thing you did and stayed up late at night, watched movies. No makeup. Right. Hung out with with her husband. And so she's going to be reversed, too. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be all sorts so, of crazy today. So if you want to see uh, Callie and Robin, um, just hang out at the Starbucks at CNN Center. They'll be there every half hour. Oh, my gosh. We're going to need so much caffeine today. Or, or just follow the line of espresso that's running from Starbucks up that super tall escalator because that's going to lead you right into Callie's office. It'll be just dripping right into her veins like an IV. If you're starting your resolutions today, by the way, good luck with them. Uh, a lot of people put them off through the weekend to to start on Monday. Mm-hmm. I know I did. Um, I'm going to do Weight Watchers, which is like really, if I'm being truly honest, it's the only weight loss thing that has consistently worked for me. I've done it three or four times. Because you can sustain it? Well, it's data-based. Like and I, so Jeff loves data. I love data. I love systems. Like I love knowing that there's a set number of points that I can eat and all that. And I like hacking the system. So like I, I like taking a food that I love, like a cheeseburger and French fries, mm-hmm. that if I just made it today might cost eighteen Weight Watchers points. Mm-hmm. And figuring out a way to do it for like nine or 11. Jeff used to do the same thing with Sky Miles. There was a year or two where he was literally collecting Sky Miles um, as a hobby. Like he just thought it was, I mean, he traveled more for the job. This was when he was on the Burt Show. But 
So he had a reason to do it, but he, the puzzle of trying to get to each level and the best deals, but also the most valuable mileage and all of this stuff was, you would have thought that he was like living in his own game fantasy land. It and was. that's what watching him on Weight Watchers is like, because, um, yeah. Anyways, we're doing that together. I don't, I, I had this thing. You started a few days ago. I'm starting I started over a today. Week ago. Yeah. You started a week ago. Here's my thing. I just need... I used uh, I used to do beach body stuff and I've talked about this before. I did a timed version of 21 day fix and it really mentally just screwed me up and I was struggling because I don't want to diet, but with the circumstances of us going to New York and us um, just being off of our schedules, I gained more weight than I would have liked to this holiday season. And I just feel crappy because we've been eating sweets for so long. Uh, so I didn't want to do, I know 21 day fix works super well for me and really fast, but I also know that it's not sustainable. It super messes with my head. And um, Jeff doesn't like me as much when I'm doing that because it's so strict. So this was like a good compromise and it's honestly really hard to do a weight uh, any sort of like food plan uh, if your partner's not involved. It's just hard. So and, and we're doing it together. I don't like the diet thing and I'm trying to get away from a diet mindset, but I do need to Weight Watchers is, and I've done it before and it's been effective. Uh, I need to get my portions under control. I need to get my sugar under control. And this is just an accountable way to get me to get me started. And what I like about the the Weight Watchers thing that I was trying to tell Callie, because she started a week earlier than I did, and we went out, we went to a fancy steak dinner uh, this past weekend that was kind of like our Christmas, our New Year's, our cheers to the next year mm -hmm. of um, the, the upside, like all that exciting stuff. We kind of wrapped it up in a uh, steak dinner last this last weekend. And I know you were in, intending on trying to stick to your points. I was trying to be good. But at some point, I think with the second glass of wine, you're just like, ah, whatever. And that's what I like about Weight Watchers is because if, let's say you eat three meals a day and you have seven days a week, that's 21 meals. If for me, I don't think about healthy eating for any meal, really. Like, I never make a decision of eat this over that with any meal until I'm doing Weight Watchers. Mm -hmm. And then I do it with every meal. But it also kind of gives me the leeway to just skip one meal and just go, you know what? I'm not going to do the points on this or one half of a day even. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just going to like, I'm not going to do the points because I'm going to somebody's birthday party and it's at a buffet and it's all my favorite foods and blah, blah, blah. And I've done 20 out of 21 meals, I've done exponentially better than I normally have. Mm -hmm. And I think I just knowing the way your brain works, I think if you can embrace that part of the Weight Watcher stuff, it'll be super, super successful for you too. You know what's going to be really- Because you're a rule follower and you don't am, like to break rules. And so if yes. you've been assigned points- I know. I'm really- 
yeah, that's going to be the hardest part for me. I do do well with structure, so I'm good with that. And I think if you're doing it with me, it's it's not going to be a point of contention in our relationship. It'll be a good, encouraging, positive, supportive thing. What's going to annoy me, and ladies, if you are listening to this and you have ever done any sort of like accountability or weight loss or anything like that program with a guy... Um, it's totally unfair how much guys lose so quickly. And it's just, I will get to a point in the first week when Jeff's lost 10 pounds in a week. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It, that, it, but that's, it always happens that way for guys. Oh, it's so annoying. My girlfriends and I were on a mass text about that the other day. And I told them that I was going to jumpstart on Weight Watchers. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're going to be so annoyed when he drops 15 pounds to in, not instantly, but it'll it's ha- pretty easy for guys. It'll happen really, really quickly. Like, so I mean, for, based on experience, I wouldn't be surprised at the weight I am now and how crappy I've been eating and my experience with Weight Watchers. My guess is that I could easily drop 15 pounds in the first 30 days. Oh, I bet you will. I, I bet it will be. I actually bet it would take like three weeks because for whatever reason with guys, it just happens super fast. Then it slows down to a normal whatever, but it's just that kickstart. Are you, do you have a number of how much you're trying to lose? Uh, not really. Like maybe two lilies. Two lilies? Yeah. Like I would like to, whatever, whatever, I'm not going to count Sadie anymore because she's gained a lot of weight. <laughs> So she's really big. So two Sadie's would be too small. But so two. it's so it's not. Is it a weight goal or is it like a? It, I just need to eat better and stop eating so much crap goal. It's a eat better. It's crap. It's physical fitness and it's um, clothes fitting better. Are you gonna work out too? Yeah. That's the thing is I don't even have to step on a scale to know if I've gained or lost weight based on how my clothes fit. Yeah. That's and that's really what it is for me because I don't mind buying extra large shirts. I very much dislike buying two XL shirts. Why? I just it just that's the like that's the barrier in my head. Like I have no problem wearing extra large shirts at all, but if I have to wear a double XL in my head, it gets I'm in like, your head. You're like, this is too much. This is yeah. my line. Like that's your personal. <laughs> Yeah. Line in your head. Well, okay. So let's see how we do. Um, I've prepped my lunch. I've prepped my meals and really like, you know, I don't know. I feel weird even saying that I'm doing Weight Watchers now because I was so angry last year about 21 day fix. What do you mean angry? Remember when I was just, and I still am where I was just like, it's so bad for me to be on a plan like that. Because you said last year, and I'm thinking, what happened last January? But you were just talking about two months ago. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Got it. <laughs> All right, 33% of people, this is a survey that um, I got emailed from, I don't know, S- SWNS Digital. I don't know who that is, probably some PR firm or whatever. But they asked a ton of people what they would do in exchange for immediately achieving their fitness-related New Year's resolutions. So whatever your resolution is, let's say it's lose 25 pounds, 50 pounds, it's run a nine-minute mile, it's run an eight-minute mile, whatever it is, you can have that tomorrow. 33% of people, one-third of people said that they would only eat plain oatmeal for every meal for one full year. What? 30% of people said, if you can grant my fitness goals tomorrow, I will shave my head today. No way. I wouldn't do either. One out of four people say they would give up 
all electronic devices for a month in order to have their fitness goals the next day. I would consider that. Uh, don't take a shower or bathe for two weeks. No. One out of one out of five people said they would do would that. Would you do any of this? I mean... I would give up electronics. I don't have to go in public. You would be the only one really affected about the no bathing thing. That is so gross. I know. One out of four people would spend a week in jail in order I to get... I would not spend a week in jail. In order with, with, to get their fitness goals handled immediately. That's a big absolutely not. I have an idea for 2020, a resolution that we can all make. I read this quote and I actually sent it out this morning. I think it is so brilliant because it's a mindset shift that we should all try to hold on to going into 2020. Replace the thought, quote, why is this happening to me? Replace that with what is this trying to teach me? I love that. And I that was a mindset that I adapted last year. And it's so life-changing. Do you have to consciously yes. think about it with every... Oh yeah. For me, it's a super journey because, well, the way that I used it last year really was, um, and this is similar, but also slightly different. Last year I lost or cut off friendships with a couple people. And instead of saying why, you know, I think the old me and I think my immediate reaction is to say, why did this happen to me? Why? Um, am I not good enough for these friends? What's the deal? And instead, when I, I talked to my therapist about it and I walked into her office and I said, what's my role in this? Because there has to be some sort of lesson and that's what I want to learn. Because once you know what your role is, then, the, then you can find out what the takeaway is. Yes. So you can either prevent it from happening in the future, like mm -hmm. if there are friendships that you valued, or you can... Grow. You can grow, but you can move it along faster if they're friendships that you're happy to be rid of. Right. So, so whatever it is, instead of saying, "Gosh, why?" Like when you when you are at work and you've been passed over three times for the same promotion, and you're like, "Why does this keep happening to me? I'm as qualified or more qualified than that person who just got it. Why does this keep happening to me?" If you shift your mindset to what is this teaching me? Then all of a sudden you might become aware or you might see that you're not valued there. And I think it, and that you'll never or, be, or that you'll never be valued there. Or yes. Or maybe it's a, it's a, it's a, time to refine your strengths or work on something. You know what I mean? It, or it could or be, realize you're not as good as you thought, think you are. Or realize there's room for improvement. I didn't mean that in a mean way. I just meant that in a, there's always a lesson. So find it. Yep. So find it. The idea for 2020 is replace the phrase. Why is this happening to me with what is this teaching me? I would like to know what I learned from getting smacked in the face with a chair. Well, you didn't get a black eye, which I was worried about, because if you got one, we wouldn't be able to go out in public. Because you would be together, worried that people together. would think that it was you? Yeah. 
we, you know, to make room for the Christmas tree, we had to move some furniture out of the way. Now the furniture didn't go into storage. It went to our living room. And I was saying to Jeff, oh my gosh, we really should have a chair in here full time because it looks so good and it's just more cozy and the dogs like to sit in it and, you know, priorities. <laughs> yeah. So we were moving, we moved our chairs back and I was like, I think we have an extra chair. We should try this chair in our den. So we pick it up and we're, I was like, let's just move it down. But here's the thing. It's a reclining chair. Which if you've ever moved a recliner, recliners are oddly heavy. Like the, they look, I guess it's just the contraption in there that makes it recline. But for whatever reason, reclining chairs are oddly heavy. So I said, let's not do this now. Let's, let's, let's not do it. And you're like, no, we can do it. Just turn it to the side. So we turned it to the side. Fine. I was on the back of side of it. Jeff was in the front. We're walking through the kitchen and I don't know what happened to make it recline, but it reclined hard and totally right on my nose, like instant nosebleed. Oh. I burst into tears. I remember what happened because we were going through the kitchen and the chair, we were trying to make the, the corner of the chair and I was holding the arms of it and you saw my hand between the refrigerator and the chair. So you said, watch out. So my natural instinct was to lift it oh. up. And when I lifted the arms up, the whole thing reclined. So not only did you get hit in the face with the back, like not only did that come back, but the foot thing came out and hit me <laughs> in the stomach. So then I kind of shoved it away. So you got a double whammy of the chair being reclined and me shoving it at you. It hurt so bad and you can't, there's no visible bruising and I don't think I look any different, but there is a bump. I let Jeff feel it on my nose. Like one of my, one side of my nose has a little like baby goose egg on it, if that's what you want to call it. And it feels like, you know, have you ever pressed your nose up against something? And then when you take it off, it feels kind of weird. Like it's almost kind of tingly after. No. No? If no. If you push your. Why would I ever do that? I don't know, like when you're a kid, like pressed up against a window, whatever. And then you, it feels like there's been something resting on my face. And then I just took my hand off and it's still getting back to normal. Like it feels well, it's like be, something is still pressed against it. And it really is it's, The whole bridge of your nose is swollen. Like it's not bruised, but it's swollen. It's going to feel like that until the middle of the week. You think? Yes. Until it goes down. Oh my gosh. It, I, yeah, it was one of those <laughs> And it was funny. I felt Jeff was talking to me like a little. First of all, he handled it really well. He does not do blood. And my nose started bleeding. And he ran and got help and wouldn't let me go get the paper. I, I, here's something. For whatever reason, nose blood, Doesn't nose freak you bleed out. blood is different to me than a, a cut. Oh, I don't know why. Okay. Well. But like nose blood Nosebleed blood doesn't. He's bother like, me. no, go sit down. And he was replacing. Put your head the, back. Yeah, and, he was replacing the paper towels for me, and I immediately started crying because it hurt, and it did. It wasn't excruciating, but it hurt. And Jeff kept asking, me, he's like, "Are you scared? Did that scare you?" And I, I kind of was like, you know, when a kid isn't falls down and they're not super hurt, but it's a combination of that little bit of adrenaline, it kind of hurts. And then, so I just couldn't well, stop the tears. I didn't think it hurt you because it took you like a full minute to start crying because like it happened <laughs> and then you were shocked. And then like you backed away from the chair and I had to figure out how to set it down. 
because I'm trapped in the kitchen. And then I had to go around. So every time you needed a new paper towel, I had to go around the long way. And then at some point you just started crying and you're like, that really hurt. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, when a parent watches their kid falls, fall down yeah, and it's iffy, like, yeah. Yeah, the kid probably skinned his knee, but if I make him laugh, he'll forget that he's hurt. Like, right. Oh, Kelly, you did that. It was funny. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I, it really hurt. I think just to make Callie feel better, if you have a story of giving yourself a black eye, 800-434-5454 is our voicemail. Leave us a message. 800-434-5454. Leave us a message with the story of how you injured your own face. In a dumb in a dumb way. And right. I mean, we are decently intelligent human beings, so we should have known, hey, when you're moving a recliner, don't pull up on the handles. But it, mm, yeah. we probably should have been taking it the other way. I thought I was being gentlemanly be, by doing the backwards walk thing, but I probably should have been near the weaponized side of it. Yeah. All right, 800 weaponized armchair armchairs. <laughs> yes. 800 434 5454 if you want to make Callie feel better with your story of how you hurt your own face. If part of your resolution is to keep yourself in better health and vitamins are on your list, Care Of can help you with that. And they are sponsoring our shows this week. All right. So you're going to go to TakeCareOf.com. You'll take a quiz about your health and your goals and where you are. And it will personalize a pack of vitamins with every vitamin that you need. And you can also add supplements to that and they will ship it to your door and it's individually packed. So you have one a day. And my favorite part is they have little positive quotes on there. It's very upsidey and I love it. Right now, they're offering 50% off of your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code upside50 when you check out. So again, that is 50% off. That is an amazing deal. I think it's the best deal I've ever seen them do. And um, that will get you... 50% off of your takecareof.com order. Enter the code UPSIDE50. Just important as your physical health is your mental health. And we know that a lot of you have talked to us, reached out to us about finding a therapist and just not knowing where to get started. Well, if you want to just make a move in that direction, you can sign up with BetterHelp. It's online counseling that is available for you when it's convenient for you using technology. So you can like FaceTime, video chat, phone calls with a licensed counselor assigned just to you. Everything you share is confidential. These counselors are specialized in things like, like trauma and anxiety and depression and grief and self-esteem and anything that you would go to a face-to-face -face therapist about, they can probably help you. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, and best of all, it's affordable. You get 10% off your first month using the discount code UPSIDE. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside and a short questionnaire will help you help them assess your needs. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. And thank you to both Care Of and BetterHelp for being on board this week. What a great pair of partners to start off 2020 with. Uh, okay, Callie, a question for you. I want you to tell me if this person, this woman that I'm describing is the smartest mom in the room 
or the worst mom in the room. Oh gosh, I don't like judging moms, but. And if you, well, you know what? It's because you're not a mom yet. So when, when you have a kid, you'll be able to do this. So if you're a mom and you like judging other moms, discuss this amongst your other mom <laughs> this friends. This is not very upsetting. It's totally upsetting. A mom wanted to stay up late, have a bunch of drinks, probably had her husband, you know, nearby or her, her boyfriend, but she had a six-year-old who also wanted to stay up and mommy can't get drunk around a six-year-old. So they had dinner and they played a few games and then mom pulled up on YouTube the 2018 countdown and changed the clock from 10 p.m. to midnight and then played the countdown on the computer at 10 p.m. So the kid thought it was midnight, celebrated, threw some confetti, and then she went to bed. Genius. And then mom got to hang out for another two or three hours at her house, have some champagne, hang out with, with, with whoever she was there with, and that was her night. I think that's genius. You know who would totally do that? Katie Burke. <laughs> yes, she would. Katie writes her pick me up newsletter and she um, is in protect the nap mode. She has a baby and to protect the nap, her kid fell asleep in the car and she was parked in her driveway and she's like, you know what? I'm not going to wake the kid up. I'm going to protect the nap. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to get wine and I'm going to sit in my car parked and drink wine while my daughter naps. Everybody thought when she, she said that, I think, um, she brought that up to us because her husband was like, that was not smart. And we talked about it on the show and every single mom has done that. Yeah. Every mom was like, oh yeah, protect I've, the nap. I've driven around for miles. At least Katie was in her own driveway so she could walk inside, get a glass of wine, a snack and a phone charger. People talked about sitting in target parking lots for over an hour because <laughs> they're out running errands and the kid falls asleep and they're like, well, I'm not going to wake him up. Yeah. going to hang out here. Yep. So anyways, I feel like that's something Katie Muse would. Um, but she does it for, uh, for, for kids, her kid toddler, her what? Nine month old. I know, this but I, is, I bet this, she would, when Brooklyn turns six, I bet she'll do that. Oh, Hey kid, look, it's night. Yeah. Oh, it's midnight. Yeah. Okay. Good night. <laughs> that's what she did. Yeah. To a six year old. Okay. Mom of the year. Uh, talk to your other mom friends about that. I have a beautiful human alert, which is something we haven't done in a minute, but it's one of my favorite things because it just makes you feel really good about the world. So there was an Uber driver who picked up a passenger in Atlanta and she got to talking to them and, and the passenger found out that she was a mom and that she was working two jobs. She was like a hairstylist during the day. And then at night she was an Uber driver and she had had some trouble graduating high school, but then she finally graduated. She was in Georgia state and then she had to drop out because she couldn't pay a $700 bill that she owed. So she couldn't register for any more classes. You know, they make you do until you clear your balance. Like you right. can't and register the, again. And then if the classes you need are popular classes, you're kind of screwed for a whole semester. Right. Because you didn't have a clear balance sheet and then you're locked out and you're way behind. Yeah. So she was telling her Uber passenger this and then didn't think anything of it really. And they went their own ways. And then a couple of days later, her school called and said, Hey, you can register for classes now. Like your debt has been paid off. So the Uber passenger paid this woman's, um, 
debt so she could get back in school and finish her degree. So her outstanding balance was just a little over 700 bucks and he covered the whole thing. Covered the whole thing. And then she graduated from Georgia State and he just went to her graduation. Oh, he did? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That's so cool. So I love that. It's just really uh, awesome to, and it's what the upside is all about, to recognize when you are in a position to be able to help somebody else out. And it doesn't have to be financial. Emotional. Yes. A smile. And it doesn't have to be the tune of $700. It could be a $5 cup of coffee. You know what I mean? But just if you have the, the ability, the, the savings, whether it's financial or emotional or whatever, to put a good ripple in the world, man, do it. Because it's so awesome. And she's never going to forget that, man. It changed her life and helped her accomplish a life goal, which is really amazing. She's a single mom and so happy for her and so proud of her that she got A's and B's and totally nailed do you it. Have, do you have the guy's name? Yeah. Kevin Esch, you are a beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I'm in post-Christmas denial. Oh, Callie is so sad. We took down our tree over the weekend. And I will admit that when I walk into the room where the tree was. It doesn't look as jolly. It's I just got used to coming around the corner and seeing it. And I did get a little sad. I like the pretty lights in the tree. And yes, I know in theory we could keep a Christmas tree up for a long time. But then it's not as special when you get to put it up next year. So, Well, you can keep the tree up. The latest everybody says you can keep a tree up is the Epiphany. I think that's it. Which is 12 days after Christmas. Which I think is around January 6th. I don't even know what that means. It's a, I should know because it's a Christian. It's a Catholic thing. Is it? But it's it's some occasion, some post-Christmas occasion that I think is 12 days after Christmas. And you're supposed to keep the Christmas celebration going through that, but... We got a... Uh... We have one of those trash bag kind of things that you put under the tree and then you, in theory, pull it up over the tree and then you haul it out and then it doesn't make a a mess. And we did that. And we do that every year. And this year, Jeff was like, ah, we don't need that. And he was like, I got this. And he pulled the tree out, just literally dragged it out of our house. And it looked like, I don't know how a single needle was still on that tree because it was all over our house. The reason that we couldn't pull it up is because- We didn't even try. That bag was too, the tree was too fat. That tree was so perfect for this space, but it was definitely too fat for that bag. We didn't even try. Yeah. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Jennifer from Athens, Tennessee. I was just calling to say thank you so much for talking about Grace on the podcast this morning. Um, I just uh, was so tickled that you were covering that because one of my words for this year, for 2020, is grace. I want to have more grace with myself, more grace with others, more grace with my students as I'm a teacher, um, just grace. Uh, we never know what people are going through, and you guys are so right. Everybody has a battle, and it may not be something that seems like a battle to you, but to that person it is, and I have learned this so much over the last couple of years, and so this year I want to be more uh, intentional with showing grace, having grace for everyone. Thanks. Bye. 
When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona, where they build a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started out 25 years ago in Phoenix, learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. When John's wife, Kristen, encouraged him to expand nationwide, he took a calculated risk. He pioneered the bed in a box, and he shipped his first mattress online in 2008. Today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted on demand and delivered directly to your door. Now, why are they called Brooklyn Bedding when they're based in Phoenix? The company is actually named after their second child. As a family-owned company, they always take your sleep experience personally. Every mattress comes with a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. And as one of our loyal listeners, you get $25 off site-wide. That includes all mattresses and sleep accessories using promo code UPSIDE25. They'll include free shipping. Shop brooklynbedding.com and use the promo code UPSIDE25 to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Chandler. I was just calling because Callie talked in the last episode about um, loading the washer and how she puts the detergent on top of the clothes. And I do the exact same thing. And now I'm like, oh, crap, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Anyway, cheers to you guys and Happy New Year. And cheers to loading the washer right in 2020. Bye. Hey there, this is Taylor from Marietta, Georgia, longtime listener of your show on Star 94. Um, I had listened to y'all on the podcast talking about the Ponco Chicken Chicken Tendies, and the Marietta location just opened, so I went there tonight, and they are everything you said they are and more. They are fantastic. Highly recommend. Best chicken tendies in the whole world. I love what y'all do. Love the show. Love the message. I hope you have a Excellent 2020, and keep on keeping on. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, Gally and Jeff. This is Becca. I'm a longtime listener and first-time podcaster. Uh, love your show. Calling for the first time to um, laughing so hard as I'm driving on Bluetooth. Uh, a lady that left a message about Brooklyn Bedding and how why it's named as the second daughter is exactly what I think. It's hilarious. I laughed so hard. Anyway. I could have called about something better, but that was hilarious. Uh, hope everything's going well, and I enjoy the show. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Ashley from Woodstock. I am listening to today's episode about Jeff's laundry, and Callie, I just want to shake you. This has come up so many times on the upside about how Jeff won't let you do his laundry, and girl... I don't want to do my husband's laundry at all. And now not only am I doing his, but I'm doing his two children's, you know, our children. But still, it's so much laundry. I drown in it every single week. And it's just like something that hangs over my head all the time. I wish my husband wouldn't let me do his laundry, but it won't get done. And I'm too OCD to let it just sit there and pile up. So, girl, take a breath. Be happy that and grateful that your husband is on it with his own laundry and look forward to the little baby's laundry that you'll get to do later. Bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents too. Love you. Bye.